Fine. Welcome back to The Trade. This is Gina Beck. This is Drew Williams. Thank you for listening, liking, commenting, and subscribing. We appreciate y'all, especially the reviews on Apple Podcasts. It really means a lot. Yeah, and like always, thank you again for the continued support, the continued engagement, and the hashtag BananaCats. How are you, Drew? I'm all right, G. How are you? I'm doing well. Excited to get back into the swing of things. Uh, Hell yeah. Doing this consistently. This is something I came across. I'm pretty sure I was just scrolling scrolling through Instagram and... A page was sharing this information. I think I sent it to Drew, and I thought we should talk about it because it's really recent and it's insane. And uh, I'd like to know maybe your guys' opinions in the comments too. A girl who went missing more than two years ago at the age of four was found alive by police on Monday, hidden underneath a staircase in a New York home. Her name is Paisley Schultes. Excuse me if I'm saying that wrong. She's now six. She was found at a residence in a residence in Socrates. Excuse me if I'm saying that wrong too. But she was about 45 miles south of Albany on Monday night after authorities received a tip regarding her whereabouts. According to the Socrates Police Department, officers found the young girl after an hour of searching in a makeshift room under a staircase leading to the basement. Pretty sure from what I found, um, it mentioned how the staircase looked funny and that's what caught their eye. And then they shined a light through a crack and they saw her. Detective Eric Thiel noted that something appeared odd, right? Okay, (laughs) about the staircase and saw a blanket after flashing a light between the steps. That's the end of this article. We'll link the article below. And if there's any other information, because it's very fresh. It's very new. Link it in the comments below. Uh, we'll, we can talk about it if you guys uh, want. I made I made a few notes actually. So okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she was actually abducted by her own parents, who had already been. They what was the term they used? Um, her abductors were believed at the time to be non-custodial parents. That means the state had stepped in and already removed their rights to her. Right. And the grandfather was also in charge of part of this whole abduction thing. The mother's name was Kimberly Cooper. The father's name is Kirk Schultes Jr. And the grandfather is uh, Kirk Schultes Sr. Um, You said his name's Kurt, the grandfather? uh, Both of them, the dad and the grandfather, both names. So it's Sr. and Jr. Um, Kurt? Right. Yeah, Kirk, K-I-R-K, and then the mother's name is Kimberly. Uh, mm. the and parents... didn't Kurt, huh? excuse me, didn't, uh, sorry, I'm not meaning to cut you off, but didn't Kurt, the grandfather, didn't he deny seeing her right before they found her? Yeah, something like around that, because there, there's, I was trying to think where in the notes I had something about that. She was, yeah, the grandfather had denied seeing her, I think, a year ago or something like that. And then the, mm. also the landlord had said they had never even seen a child on the property. Same with the uh, the neighbors. They had no idea a child was even there. All those years. Yeah. And so um, I think this is what we, let me, I did, I wrote down the charges as well. Cooper, the mother, 33, was arrested on charges including custodial interference in engaging in endangering the welfare of a child. The father, 
Schultes was charged with felony custodial interference and a misdemeanor child endangerment. And then the grandfather faces the same charges. But I believe they're both out already on bail, like all of them are. That's so crazy. Yeah. And it's a. I don't know from the pictures. I really hope, I pray that it was just a hiding spot and not where they just locked her since she was four years old. Because I think you saw the picture. Mm-hmm. It's pretty. I mean, but what I would they make... be? What would they be hiding her from, though? Well, they're not supposed to have her. She's actually so... back. She's, the, the The state had already released her into custody of, I believe, the mother's sister. Because I think that they, if you look at pictures of them, they kind of look like drug addicts. So they had already lost custody of her. And then they basically stole her back and have been hiding her from the state and the rest of the family. So like that one movie, not to bring movies into this, but it was like you're not, you were, they were only, they were in space or something. They're only allowed to have one child. So they had to always hide the other child. So, like, everything's fine, right? And everything's good, and the kid is loved and cared for, but just they have to hide the child. So is that, like, what you're saying that this could be? I'm not saying that it was, like, a good situation for the kid at all. I'm I'm just saying oh, I of hope. of course. I Nobody was just, would want I was, I'm hoping that. that the nightmare wasn't such a nightmare where she literally, for the last multiple years, sat in that little box of a stairway. Like, it's worse than Harry Potter. It makes Harry right. Potter's life look yeah, like a Harry mansion. Yeah, Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hate to laugh at it, but it's sometimes these dark situations. That's all you can do to get by. I guess we can only hope that it was, you know, more of a situation where it's like, oh, someone's here. Go under the stairs rather than you're under there forever and being abused and all this crazy stuff. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I was getting at. Like, I'm, I'm hoping it's one of those. Uh, it also said, here are my notes. It was from one of the articles. We'll link a few of them that we found that day. Um, the girl was taken to a hospital after being found for examination and was found to be in good health. She was later re-released and united with her older sister. So it was her older sister that actually had custody of her. So I'm guessing there's probably a pretty big age gap between her and her older sister. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting story. If we find out any updates, we'll definitely be sure to let you guys know. Yeah, and I've got a this I've got a transition article from from that um, that's pretty kind of relatable, right? Yeah, Gina sent me this uh, a couple weeks ago, actually. I think yeah, because it was reported February 9th. and I'll read the title first. Florida couple kept their adopted son in eight by eight foot garage enclosure for years. The 13-year-old had had to use... Okay, I'm sorry. I'm reading my my actual notes to myself. Okay. Sorry about that. Excuse me. A Florida couple who authorities said forced their adopted teen son to live in a garage for years are facing several charges. Tracy Christine Fritter and Timothy Dwayne Fritter, both 46, were arrested Tuesday, February 7th, on aggravated child abuse and false imprisonment charges, Jupiter police officials said. According to police, the couple had physically abused the 13-year-old and forcefully confined him to live in the garage since at least 2017. The investigation began when detectives responded to the couple's home on January 30th while looking into reports of a teen who was a missing runaway. While, on, while one of the detectives was in the home, he noted an 8 
by eight foot structure in the garage that was described by Tracy Fritter as a small office. The structure had a doorknob and deadbolts that both locked from the outside, along with a light switch on the exterior. Inside the structure were a camera, mattress, and a bucket. Detectives found the teen at school the next day, and he told them that he'd been forced to live in the structure. The teen had been allowed to attend school, but was confined to the rest of the day in the structure, where he was brought meals and forced to use the bucket to go to the bathroom. Tracy and Timmy Fritter were arrested and booked into Palm Beach County Jail. Officials said there were three other children who were living in the house who were removed by Child Protective Services. So I did the math on it, kind of, because we don't know his exact date. But if he'd been locked in there living like that since 2017, so every day when he wasn't at school, he was locked in an 8 by 8 structure since he was 8 or 9 years old. And he's 13 now. Think about think about you being eight or nine years old and being forced into what is essentially a jail cell. It's technically probably worse because there's no daylight whatsoever. Just traumatizing and very not okay. Like there's definitely better conditions. Yeah, and it's this disturbing about both these cases is they're really not near anywhere near each other. And both, you know, the guardians or whoever this is, and they're hiding kids in things. This case seems a little more different, though. Seems a little more evil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Purpose, on purpose, and like, you know those people who probably got treated poorly by their parents? And then they have kids and then they treat their kids poorly. Like one of the, I feel like that's the vibe I get, you know? Yeah. I, I wonder how the other children were treated. Like maybe just because they weren't forced to be in a box all day, were they treated well? Or, you know what I mean? Was there like some like, like Cinderella thing going on where he was just the kid used for all the free labor? I don't know. I don't, it's, it sounds extra sad, like you said, different. Mm hmm. And these are very fresh, so if we find out anything else on these situations, we'll definitely bring it up again. I just kind of wanted to talk about these. It's We talk about missing kids and, um, you know, arrests on predators and just the list is forever. But we haven't really been in depth on something like this. And so I just wanted to bring it up because it's something that does happen. And these kids are betrayed in a way because they have no control they have no voice they don't even they don't even know they don't even know life they don't even know what's going on so just you guys knowing that things like this happen you know you never know someone's house that maybe you're stopping by at and something like this is going on so keep your ears open your eyes open protect the kids hashtag banana cats until next time love y'all banana cats much love peace